Afternoon, everyone. So the, the people that really knew the narcissist will almost always be the people that actually got close. The people who were affected and impacted by the narcissist's betrayals and apathy, abuse, chaos, utter chaos, wanton chaos, chaos they created, indulged in, and or then whined about and claimed victimhood, went darvo, D-A-R-V-O, deny, attack, reverse victim offender. That's those of us who have been in a narcissist's inner circle and disappointed the narcissist will have seen beneath the mask many times. Nobody knows a narcissist better than a narcissist's victim. And when a narcissist dies, the shocking behaviour of the family dynamic or so-called in speech marks family around that narcissist will be stark. The people who had always been on the outer circle or the peripheries of that narcissist's life and the things that they did to others to get gratification and to evade accountability will not have seen beneath the mask. They will have seen the mask and the mask only. They will have been convinced by the mask and they will be, have been seduced by the mask and they will have believed the mask. And that mask most likely will have been charismatic, altruistic, trying to do better or done better, helping people, all the ways that a narcissist wants their circle to view them as. But a narcissist doesn't need you, a victim, a target, a close confidant, a close connection, a lover, a partner, to see that type of person because they don't care because you're bonded. You're trauma bonded. You're reliant. You're codependent. You're malignantly codependent. So they can drop the mask for you and they will drop the mask for you because they cannot maintain it. Nobody can live a lie forever. A narcissist, because of risk-taking issues, impulsivity, compulsive behaviours, shame avoidance, all the stuff they cannot help themselves but do because it feels good to do it. You will see that when you're close to a narcissist. And it's so shocking when a narcissist dies and there are people genuinely trying to gaslight, mass gaslight everyone else into thinking that this person, oh, they're dead now so we can say all this nice stuff about them. They're dead now so we can lie to you. They're dead now so we can lie to ourselves and feel good about it and get attention. We can raise money for a funeral that they should have paid for because if they were a decent human being, they would have had a funeral plan or savings or been successful in their career enough to be able to pay something towards their funeral. Their children should not be paying their funeral. This is a good person. The people around a narcissist who knew what the narcissist was will become the narcissist's biggest cheerleaders when the narcissist is dead. Because those people who lingered and hung around the narcissist right up until their death... Irrelevant of how predictable, tragic, not tragic, not surprising it was, they were always in it for the attention. They were never authentic themselves. They were always waiting for this day when they could pretend that they were the best sister, the best brother, the best mother, the best father, the best friend. Me too. I once did this with them. I once did that with them. Literally vultures scavenging at the rotting corpse of the narcissist because that's the sort of people that narcissists would have in their lives for long periods of time. Good altruistic, happy, content, striving, thriving people don't hang around a narcissist long. Whether we discard the narcissist or they discard us, we are not around for long. So whoever is still there when the narcissist eventually pops their clogs will absolutely be a liar. They will be toxic. They will want to feed from the fetid attention that this now dead person is receiving on social media. 
Read between the lines. What are they not saying? Even the middle to outer circles of a narcissist's life know what the narcissist was into. Imagine the narcissist was into the fellowship, AA, NA, CA. That will undoubtedly become a significant part of that person's life because it will have made them feel important and validated. It will have given them a safe, a safe haven, an escape hatch for when they've committed horrendous acts against people when allegedly in relapse or claiming to be in relapse. AANACA, all those different organisations, they form a huge part of an addict narcissist's life. And yet the narcissist is dead and there is no mention of it. Why? Because narcissists are narcissists everywhere they go. Even in AA, they were a narcissist. Even in SA, they were a narcissist. Even in CA, they were a narcissist. In the gym, they were a narcissist. In church, they were a narcissist. A narcissist doesn't change and doesn't suddenly not have a personality disorder in different circumstances and contexts. So the reason why when a narcissist dies and it gets omitted from the obituary or the speeches or the long rambling social media posts, you've got to ask questions why. Because the people pretending that this person was a good person, the people around the narcissist who let the narcissist abuse and abuse and abuse and abuse, know fine well that in AA, AA, CA, the fellowship, the narcissist was a narcissist. They were a predator. They were a hunter. They were an abuser. They were a liar. They were a cheat and they were a fraud. Let's say that narcissist worked law for many, many years and is significantly in a role that was relevant. Let's say they were a knife guard, a lifeguard. Imagine that. What an incredible story to tell when a genuine good man or woman dies who was a lifeguard for 17 years. You would mention that, wouldn't you? No, no, no. But that's not been mentioned in this narcissist's social media content. The, the crying and the wailing and the gnash of, gnashing of teeth. We miss them. There's a void. Why? Why not mention they were a lifeguard? Why not mention they had a 17-year career with the local authority as a lifeguard? Oh, charitable nonetheless, because they know when that person was a lifeguard, just like in the fellowship and NA and CA and SA, they were a narcissist. They were predating, they were hunting, they were feeding, they were using and they were lying over and over and over and over and over again. Why not mention that that narcissist had one child to every female partner that they spent a long period of time with? Why not mention that, that, that why, why say three children, four children, five children, six children? Why not say three children by three women, four children by four women? Why? Because that would cast the narcissist as exactly what they are. A baby making machine, a misogynist, someone that fills holes with sperm to create small mini narcissists so that they will forever be connected to and able to abuse, use, manipulate the ch mothers of that, those children because it's embarrassing and it's shameful. To have three children by three men, four children by four women. Why not tell the truth? Why not go into specifics? Go into specifics about the lies, about the sorts of things they were apparently interested in. But you don't go into specifics about their career, their recovery or not, and how they had their children. Never married, nearly 50. Why? All those kids never married, nearly 50. Why? Why? The good, knowledgeable people, empathic people, smart people, victims of the narcissist will go, why? Why haven't you mentioned that? People that were maybe on the fence, not quite sure if this person was a really good guy or a really good woman, will go, but I don't get why you've omitted that, those critical pieces of information. Because the people lording the narcissist, now they are dead, are liars too. They are editors too. They are mass gaslighters too.
They are puppeteers too. They know what the narcissist was and they want to completely rearrange the narrative to convince you now they are not alive, that they were a god. They're not even a real person because what you could do if you were going to do a genuine obituary, genuine social media post, a genuine uh, eulogy, you would say, blah, 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 insert person's name didn't do so well at the beginning of their life. They didn't do well in school. There was truanting, there was bullying, there was fighting, there was knife crime, there was drugs. There was a possible diagnosis of ADHD due to a refusal to attend school and angry outbursts. They were an absolute nightmare for me and my sisters and brothers and family. They were really, really difficult. They ended up in petty crime, then more serious crime, and were in and out of prison until their mid-30s, where they were so lucky enough to be recruited by a local authority into a local authority organisation where they could potentially have a career with little to no training, little to no supervision, little to no accountability. They were given that chance, this amazing chance. And then you go on about what a fantastic person they were. But they don't want to do that, do they? Because when narcissists are raised, they are raised by liars. They are raised by enablers. They are raised by toxic cheerleaders. They are in and about that type of family dynamic where nobody talks about the light and shade. Nobody gives balance. Nobody's honest. They could never possibly, possibly ever talk honestly about somebody that was once a terrible, terrible, terrible person. Oh, but then they were quite nice in later life. Because at least that would be half the truth. But the real truth is this person was a horrible person at every stage of their life. And when they appeared to be behaving themselves, they were masking better than ever. When they appeared to being loyal, they were lying better than ever. When they appeared to have got their life together, they were still taking drugs and drinking. Do not listen to the people around a narcissist who has been there through the narcissist's life telling you the narcissist was a good person just because they're fucking dead.